0: Welcome to the Change Podcast. My name is Brent Stone, and I get this privilege to be able to uh, be here with all of you today. And I have uh, the honor of having a, a buddy of mine here on the show, uh, Steve. Steve is with me. Um, I've I've known Steve now for for a little while. He has a great testimony to share with us today. But let me tell you a little bit about Steve real quick before we get kicked off. And I'm going to uh, flip it over to him so he can uh, just take over and share, fill in the gaps of anything that I miss here. But uh, Steve and his wife, Sabrina, they have a really incredible um, nonprofit that they co-founded called New Creation. And New Creation VA is one of the uh, Organizations in, in our local area, but they they actually operate all over the world. As far as being able to help women and just people, but women specifically that had been um, trafficked and um, exploited, and basically give them opportunities after pulling them out of out of that terrible. Uh, circumstances to be able to give them jobs, to be able to help them to generate revenue, um, to not go back into that lifestyle after they're rescued from that. And they, they have an incredible stateside, uh, ministry, if you will, with just running a a local shop here in Harrisonburg, Virginia, but they've expanded into an educational, um, a way of distributing information to help people spot trafficking and they're educating local authorities and local school systems on how to spot these uh, type of activities and, and preventing those things from Spreading and uh, trying to crack down because it's unfortunately trafficking is is one of these things that it happens right under our noses and people just don't even realize it. the The movie A Sound of Freedom just came out and that's something that's made me think of you all, Steve. I, I don't know if you've seen that yet, but I thought I thought of what you and Sabrina are doing at yeah, listening and watching that movie. It just kind of brought back a lot of things that you guys are doing and stories that you all have shared about going over overseas and um just setting up stuff to help with all the operations for new creation but i'm so grateful that you're here today i'm going to flip it over to you please share with us what um what what uh, you can obviously share about new creations as much as you want but but what what was the event that changed you your your encounter with christ that just brought you to this space where you are now and then how have you walked out that change since then
1: okay um well in order to to tell to tell my story properly we have to about 20 years
0: okay let's do it June
1: 2003 um i was 23 years old and um before we go into June of two thousand and three, I had to go back a month before that um I was quite a, uh quite a nuisance in my life that that's putting it very kindly i was I was a heavy drinker i come from a drug background um was really not a good person at all. But I was playing music with some friends of mine. I've been a drummer since I was 12. And um, I was playing music with some friends of mine thinking we were going to make it big in the industry one day when really we had never made it big out of the garage yet. Um, and we were practicing one night, and I had been drinking a lot. I was pretty pretty inebriate, inebriated that night. And we took a break, and I happened to walk out side now this is in the middle of our small hometown of bridgewater and i walked outside and there were two guys standing out there and the one guy i recognized i didn't know him that well but i knew everybody knew him as he was a pastor's son um and the other guy that was with him i had no idea who he was but he introduced me to him and and his name was scott and um we were just talking you know again i didn't know this guy anything about him and he made me so angry because the only thing that he said was he really hoped that my friends and I would come to church and play music with them. And something about made me really angry. And I don't. Interesting. Understand. And I cussed him. I cussed him out like like a sailor, like, did not care one bit at all. Uh-huh. And offended him really bad, and, he, and they left. And. So now fast forward a month, and this was pre cell phone era. Okay. I still, I had a pager that, um, and I worked, I worked at a local, local, uh, one of the local, uh, house, uh, uh, areas. And I happened to get a page from the guy who was the lead guitarist in the band that I had. And. What I didn't know is between these two episodes, these two uh, scenarios, he had gotten saved and I didn't know it. And um, he paged me. I was literally getting ready to walk out the door from work. And had he texted me, had he waited a few minutes, I wouldn't have been able to call him back. But I called him right before I left work and he was like, hey, man. You know, I'm up here at the church. It's a youth night up here tonight, and the drummer that's supposed to be here isn't going to be here. And I wanted to know if you'd be wi- be willing to come up and just set in. Like, you don't have to stay; just play the music and blah blah blah. And I argued with him. I was like, "Man, I don't know anything about Christian music. That's not the music that we play." He's like, "I know. Just you can make it up and you know, kind of wing it a little bit and just play the music, and then you know, a few songs, and then you can leave." And I hated doing it. I didn't want to do it, but I also up the opportunity to play music so I went and I went in and and it was in the basement of the pastor's house and I was rearranging the drums and in walks this guy and it was not I was so embarrassed I knew what for that and I was so embarrassed and
0: how many days were in between when that happened and when he walked into that basement that day,
1: Oh, it was a month about a month. It
0: was about a month. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of fresh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was still fresh in my mind. I, he, I remembered and, and really embarrassed by it. So he, what shocked me the most was he never mentioned it. He just walked up to me and gave me, a hug. he said like, man, I'm so glad you're here. We're going to have a good time. And, um, I don't know why that just really shocked me. Like I was, I come from, you know, people who, when you treat them that way, they usually retaliate. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so nice about it, and never, but he just never brought it up. But anyway, so we played the music, and I had no intentions of staying, um, even though I knew quite a few of the people that were there because it's the area that I grew up, so I knew a lot of these people. But I, it just wasn't my thing. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't grow up around. You know spirituality or anything like that so so i just didn't really i didn't have anything against it but i didn't have anything for it either but when i finished the music for some reason i decided to stay the bible was a small pocket bible that was psalms proverbs and the new testament i picked that bible up out of a box the table the day that i left richmond to join the military which is a story for another day uh, but I had that Bible and funny thing is I never actually read it, but I took it with me that night. So you go to church, you take your Bible. So um I can't tell you what Scott preached on that night. Scott was turned out Scott was the youth pastor for that church. So I cussed out the youth pastor. And uh prior to being the pastor, he was a full-time evangelist. So he traveled the world and preached a different um, events and and whatnot. So uh, Scott was not a lot older than me, maybe five five or so years older than me. But um, I stay. I can't remember what he preached on that night. But what I do remember is he couldn't shut up fast enough because I wanted what he was preaching about. Like I wanted. Yeah, if I remember correctly, preaching on something. Had to do with love and it just like was messing me up and I couldn't like I don't know what this altar thing does but I want to get up there if that's where I got to go to get what you're talking about I want to get there and when he was done I just made a beeline for that altar and my first experience with the presence of God where where the presence of God literally just enveloped all of us in that place now I wasn't a youth I was 23 um, but um, it was such an amazing experience. Like, like, like the old school tent meetings, you know, people falling out in the spirit and this, that, and the other, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't quite that dramatic, but it was still pretty dramatic. I was literally at that altar for about 25, or 30 minutes. Couldn't move. I was bawling. I had snot running out of my nose. It was like, I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> the presence of God and, and his love for me experienced anything like that before and uh i couldn't get it and again being an ad um it made sense that i couldn't get enough of this thing but it was still better than any drug i had ever done um so after that scott and i became really good friends um scott became uh, my initial mentor if you will from a spiritual perspective and um I started playing drums in church. I literally went from never going to church to being at the church three or four days. Um, I made a lot of old people mad because I played loud. (laughs) Uh, All that. So, so that was, that was a a pretty dramatic turning point. uh, at a really critical time in my life because at that time, uh, my, she was my girlfriend at the time. We did end up later on. Married, but she was pregnant with my daughter. Um, my daughter would be born that October, and it was—it was like the perfect timing because I was so scared to be a dad. Uh, you know, not having my dad in my life very much as a child, um, I was scared of being a dad and really another human's life. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that was that was the big. I've, I've had other experiences with the Lord and the Holy Spirit since then as I've grown and as I've matured and I've learned to understand things uh, or or experience things or have a desire to experience things. But that one was the one that completely turned my life around.
0: That's awesome. That's so good. So <clears throat> maybe just for people that are listening in on, on this, you know, you you have a unique story in a sense to where... You didn't grow up in church, yet you had this overwhelming feeling of, I have to have what he's preaching about. And you basically just, as soon as he showed up, you were just at the front getting prayed for, praying yourself, and you couldn't move for about 25 minutes. And you just felt the love of Christ all over you. And it was just... uh, I mean, speak to that. I mean, like, well, describe that. I think, I think people would probably want to know, like, what was that? Like, what was that like for you? And then, and then we'll kind of move into the next next portion, which is, you know, how are you, how have you walked things out since then?
1: Man, I, I don't really know how to put that moment into words. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to, you know, when, when I've, you know, talked to people about my past and being a former you know drug addict, um, you know, this, that, or the other when it came to drugs, like when you did it, blah, 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 this, and the other, well, you kind of have to do it to understand. Like, I can't just tell you in words what this drug is going to make you feel like. You have to try it. And God forbid you do. Like, please don't. But it's kind of the same thing. When you, when you, it, and, and that's the thing that I love about God that I didn't, I didn't fully understand at the that I learned later on more fully, and I'm still learning, is God is an experiential God, meaning He wants us to experience Him. He wants yeah. us hired to experience Him, regardless of what that looks like. Put with, with Him in a box, but that particular moment for me, it was. I mean, if you could imagine a moment in your life where you felt the most loved. And then multiply that. I'm still not sure you could touch it. Um, yeah, it, it's just a. It, I can't. It's it's a. It's really something you have to experience to understand. And and sometimes it's hard because I know a lot of people who have. You know, when they come to the Lord, you know, they 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 feel. Called. I'm not minimizing any of this, but like they, you know, feel called during a service. You know, there's something's their heart and they go up and, and first time ever they decide to accept Christ as Lord and Savior and that's it. That's no less effective than what happened with me. But yeah. with me, my experience was so dramatic and I think God intentionally because I needed him to I needed him to be that in my face for me to be like, okay, this God thing's real. Like this yeah. isn't a joke. Like this like I could have left again. I didn't have to stay. I could have left. Um, But he set me up that night. (laughs) But to take it into, you know, the second part of the question, like how have I lived that out? I really tried to put that into a lot of thought because you're talking about 20 years now of growth, of maturity, of experience, of You know, knowledge that I've gained of mistakes that I've made and and times that I've walked away from the Lord and that I've questioned God and that I've fallen into these, you know, just patterns of sin. Like just because I'm saved doesn't mean I'm perfect. Um, But for me, the main, the, the key word that came to my mind when I first thought about it, how have I lived this out? Progressively, little by little, it's it's not. I, I, learned, I learned the hard way that this is a marathon, not a sprint. And the key, the two keys that I feel like I've taken away from the last 20 years, some things I wish I would have, would have learned earlier, but I'm thankful I learned them in general, is the relationship with the Lord is really, in a lot of ways, no different than any other relationship. It's you know, just like you and I, if I want to build a relationship with you, what are we going to do? We're going to spend time together. We're going to hang out. Yeah. We're questions. We're going to you know, talk about the good stuff, the hard stuff, the bad stuff. Where'd you come from? What do you like? What are you like, what's your favorite color? You know, whatever. Um, but it's the idea of just getting to know somebody as deeply as they will allow you to get to know them. And with God, there's no limits to that depth. Um, and the second key thing for me is. Learning his voice. Like. It's impossible to follow somebody you can't hear. Well not impossible. You can follow them if you can see them. But how often do you see. God. You know. But we can hear it. We have the capability of hearing it. It says that my sheep know my voice. Yeah. That in itself is. Saying, okay. I I am I am created with the ability to hear the voice of my creator. And when that part of my life started to initially started to happen it was really weird but as i've grown and i've matured in that it's like i that 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 voice is such a key to living this thing out um i'm probably going to butcher this but there's a scripture that talks about you know if you hear a voice and you know if you hear a voice behind you saying to go this way then you should go that way. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you and saying, you know, learning that voice and discovering the difference between his voice and the enemy's voice and voice and your voice, because initially all going to sound so similar and, um, yeah. And, and, and it, and again, it's been progress. Um, it's been a slow process. God is so patient. Um, And so kind when it comes to us and our growth and our development and our, uh, our desires and our, and our, our, our doubts and our fears. Um, I mean, even 20 years into this thing, I, I just recently within the last three or four years went through a season where I doubted and questioned, um, and that was scary, but it's all been part of that journey all been a part of that marathon that is that's helped me to understand more about his nature more about his character um and it's taught me a lot about myself too um so yeah it it's 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 really vital to get to know him and to get to know his character um but for me it's been 20 years of a jumbled up mess. I mean, it's a smorgasbord of amazing experiences that I can't explain in the natural to the everyday mundane life of getting up and going to work and, you know, having no fellowship with him that day, whatever, you know, or going weeks at a time without being intentional about that fellowship with him. Um, It's, it's, I, I, it's, it's like, we're so we're so imperfect and we're so incapable of properly living this life on our own that we need to do as much as we can to stay connected to him. Um, but again, that's a progressive journey. That's a progressive, you know, learning his ways, learning his ways, you know, being in his word, being in prayer, it's fundamental things that. They can't get away from. The more you practice those things, that I'm, I'm definitely guilty of not practicing them enough, um, but practicing those things to remain connected as much as possible to the Lord. Um, and what He's done through that, regardless of my mistakes, regardless of my errors and my flaws and doubts and questions, or whatnot, is He took a guy that was completely broken, that was an addict. That was a borderline alcoholic. That was a womanizer. I was—I was a dog, really. I was—I couldn't keep a job. I was, you know, living. I was—I you know, screwed my military career really bad. Like I did all of this stuff, and he took that guy and made him into somebody who loves to serve people who once used to run around and take advantage of females just for my own personal gain and pleasure and put him with a wife who together started a ministry that's changing the lives of women around the world. You know, who who else is going to do that? Like I could, I wouldn't, I would not have picked this for me when I was that age, you know what I mean? Um but who else is gonna do that but God to be like, okay, yeah, I see how you live there, but I'm gonna take you there and to write it on and to to find even more humor in it, he gives me two daughters. You know, as much as I took advantage of girls, he gives me two girls. You know, to be like, you need to learn how to love women properly and to see women properly the way I do, and then he gives me a you know, puts me in a ministry with my life my wife that is, you know taken in, in helping some of the most disadvantaged women in the world. Uh, yeah. And I get opportunities to like this, to share my story and to, um, I've, I've had opportunities through our church to travel the world and to, well, not really the world, but to the UK. And I've been there four times to, you know, do prayer ministry for people and my wife and I have traveled to, uh, Eastern Europe a couple of yeah. times. Um, to to do the work that we do. And and he's given me this heart and this desire to see the world and to travel the world, to experience cultures when I didn't grow up cultured. You know, I didn't didn't grow up around different, you know, ethnicities. It was, you know, it was, uh, but God has now placed this desire in my heart to do that. So, um, and music, you know, growing up around music since I was a kid and starting to play music at 12. And I got really big into the 90s rock and rap rock. Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park and Godsmack and Pearl Jam and all these bands. And, and the day that God gave me the revelation that my ability to play a gift more than it was a talent completely changed how I viewed music and my ability to do it. So there's nowhere else I would rather play than a church. Um, so the fact that, you know, through these 20 years, God completely changed me in an instant that summer wednesday evening in june of 2003 but then over time made progressive changes little by little little by little and it just you know as has honestly i'm not perfect i still have a lot of places in, in my life that i need to work on and get better at i could definitely be i could be a better husband i could be a better father i could be a better friend um But at the end of the day, I could not have gotten where I am without that day in June 2003 happening. Yeah. Um, Probably would have been in jail or worse. Um, So, yeah, it's amazing. It it really is amazing to me what what he's been able to do with my life. Um, And... um, I really look forward to the rest, whatever else it is that he planned that I'm not sure about yet, that I don't know about. I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to.
0: It. Amen. That's awesome, man. Hey, this is so good, and I think that this does a really great job of just illustrating, you know, how how you can have this renovation of your heart over the last, you know, twenty years, and it's. It's awesome how God works. He comes in, he rescues us, and he just showers us with his love. And then you almost can't, it's almost like you don't want to walk a different path. You want to walk towards him after that point. And it's not easy. It's never easy. Or, you know, we 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 have to battle the things that we still battled before, but now we have this desire to go and chase after him. And even, you know, and everyone's got a different story, but after, you know, you get a taste and you see that he is good. It's just, you want to just go after him. And so we're, we're so thankful that you had the, you know, just honestly, the courage to come on here and just share and just tell people, you know, Hey, this is, this was me. This was me prior to 2003. June 2003 and the last 20 years, just walking out this change. And uh, we're so grateful that that you've been here with us. And, you know, I'm really excited um, for people to check out New Creation and just everything that, that you and Sabrina do together with this organization. I'm going to post um, links in the show description for New Creation. So I encourage anyone listening to go there now, look at their look at their site, look at any information there. If you'd like to support them, reach out and, um, Steve and Sabrina can, can help direct you with how you, how that would look and what you can do to support them. Steve, is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap this up?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I I just appreciate the opportunity. I really do. Uh, I, I, I've, you know, prayed since the, our most recent church to the UK, I uh, had an opportunity to preach my first message there. And as a result, God moves and great people, you know, made follow um, Christ that night. And that was very humbling for me. But what it did, it was, okay, I, I really want to share my story more. I just don't know what that looks like. And then here you podcast. You, know, yes. you want to tell your story? I'm like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm really. Excited for the opportunity and, and, and the things that I would say to people too, is like, if, if it's, if it's something even on the fence about, like, I'm not going to lie, not a decision to be made lightly when it comes to following the Lord. It's not, it's not one of those cards and it's one of those, um, you know, as soon as you vision everything in your life, it's going to be great. You know, it's hard, but it's worth it because I know for a fact, God has shown me over the last 20 years has kept me out of so much trouble and it turned my life around in ways I never thought possible. Regardless of the hard stuff, regardless of the pain and the hurt that I've had to walk through over the last 20 years, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing at all. So it's worth it. It's hard, but it's worth it.
0: It's Awesome. Well, hey, Steve, thank you so much. God bless you and everything that you and Sabrina are doing with new creation. It's just incredible. And we're so appreciative to have you on here today. And we'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. And for anyone that's listening that wants to reach out to new creation or Steve specifically, just follow the the links in the show description and he can direct you to how you can support. Thanks so much, Steve.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Brent.
0: Awesome.